the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, we shake the earth and every heart will know, you are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah Radio Broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. Let's pray together. Avinu Malkenu, our Father, our King. We love you, we praise you, and we exalt you. And Lord, on this day we pray, O Lord, for unity in our nation. We pray that as people go and uh, to to uh, vote, we ask that they would vote biblical values. We pray, O Lord, that whatever the differences are that our desire would still be to be in unity, first of all, of course, Lord, with you, and then with each other. Father, we pray about this caravan coming to our border, Lord. Give our leaders wisdom as to how to deal with it. Lord, let this not be a dividing area in our country again. But let the leaders come together and make some decisions that will give you glory. So, Father, we ask in the name of Yeshua that this be a week that would be excellent, an excellent week to to love our neighbor as ourself, and to share the good news of Messiah. So we bless you and thank you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Well, haha, my heart is is definitely heavy uh, as there's so many things going on. Uh, the elections and the caravan as as I prayed for those things. Uh, the other day I went to see the movie Gosnell which is still heavy on my heart if you haven't seen it. Not only should you go, but take every teenager you know. Uh, I really feel this is a tremendous movie to give a sense of understanding of, of 
what is going on in our country in so many ways. And, and I, I, I think they'll enjoy the movie, but the message is so strong. And uh, I, I would just recommend it before it gets out of the theater. Go and see this movie. Yes. Uh, let me remind you that you can hear past messages of Heart of Messiah uh, on our, our uh, go to our heartofmessiah.org website. Um, also, remember to ask your pastor if one of our rabbis could come to your church and speak on various issues like God's appointed times or Israel or sharing with Jewish people or the importance of the Hebrew Scriptures, email me. We'll set it up, rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. Even those people who are down in the uh, Bradenton and Sarasota area, we'd love to come to that area as well. So call Karen at 813-831-5673. So today and probably next week as well, I'd like to talk a little bit about praying and praying specifically for our country. We'll look at it from a number of different points of view, but I'd like to start out with a quote from the late President Ronald Reagan. This was taken in January 5th, 1967, at his California gubernatorial inauguration speech. Okay? So, kind of interesting, right? He said the following, Freedom is a fragile thing and is never more than one generation away from extinction. It is not ours by inheritance. It must be fought for and defended constantly by every generation, for it comes only once to a people, those who have known freedom and then lost it have no, never known it again. Oh my goodness, that just sell, uh, sends chills up and down my, my body to hear that. You know what? I'm going to read it one more time. I, I just have to, because the importance of what is being said at this time in the lives of our, con- of our, our nation, I, I mean, this is truth spoken in such an important way. So please listen. And if you want me to send you this this quote, I'll be happy to email it to you. Just, you know, call Karen. But uh, here it is. Freedom is a fragile thing and is never more than one generation away from extinction. It is not ours by inheritance. It must be fought for and defended constantly by each generation, for it comes only once to a people. Those who have known freedom and then lost it have never known it again. Wow, what a sober thought. But wouldn't you agree with me? It's a truth. So the question comes up in my mind, I think in yours too maybe, How do we fight for freedom? We are believers. How do we fight for freedom? What does that even mean? Two weeks ago, 
I spoke about biblical values and that you better vote. Well, that's one of the keys to fighting for our freedom. Vote and vote biblically. Don't vote feelings. Vote scripture. Vote as if Yeshua were standing right there next to you while you're filling out the ballot. But today, I ask you to join me in another part of that fight, and that's prayer. Ask God for his grace and his mercy over our country and over the world. You know, I believe that when people are doing relatively well, they forget. They forget that they can lose it. And this is true concerning prayer, that when things are doing okay in general in our lives, prayer becomes less important. I see it in our congregation. We don't have a large group who come to pray corporately, and I guess they would say to me, well, I pray at home. And look, I am blessed that they pray at home, and I'm blessed that they have a prayer life. But I also believe that corporate prayer is necessary for so many reasons. Let's read together or listen to, to 2 Chronicles 7. Now, I'm going to start before verse 14. Verse 14 is the one that you're all familiar with. But let's put it in context with King Solomon, uh, starting with verse 12. Then Adonai appeared to Solomon at night and said to him, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself for a house of sacrifice, referring to the temple, right? If I shut up heaven that there is no rain or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people. When my people, over whom my name is called, humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their evil ways, then I will hear from heaven, will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. Now my eyes will be open, my ears attentive to the prayer offered in this place. For now I have chosen and consecrated this house so that my name may be there forever. My eyes and my heart shall be there perpetually. Wow, what a promise by the Lord. Now there is no temple anymore in Jerusalem And, you know, I believe that Scripture says one day that temple will be rebuilt for a third time. But I believe that the way we appropriate this Scripture to us now, in these times, is that through our faith in Yeshua, we are that place. And that house that has been consecrated to him is our heart, and his heart will be with us perpetually, forever. And so we have to understand that our being, our purpose, our, 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 
our temple that God has made for him to reside in requires prayer as that means and form of communicating with him, of seeing God's will happen in these days. So part of our fight for freedom and and for our country that is not in unity right now and needs to be in unity will be prayer. And we need to honor God by praying together, by coming together and worshiping and praying together. I don't believe God wants lone rangers. There are some of you that have been hurt in church and in synagogue. And so you no longer feel it necessary to come together with others. And I would just ask you to rethink that. God is asking us to be together as a body, as a community. And we are to go through the difficult times together, and the great times together. But as the day draws near, that more difficult times are coming, God wants you to have a family around you, a spiritual family around you, one that you pray with. We are to humble ourselves. That's what it says in Scripture. We are, you are called by his name. If you're a believer in Yeshua, you are called by his name. So the first step is to humble yourself. In short, I believe that means we have to care for God first and serve him. Then we have to be willing to sacrifice for him. And humility also requires us not to be arrogant towards one another. We need to prefer one another. Philippians 2, 3, how many times do we read this? We need to get this in the deepest part of our spirit. Do nothing out of selfishness or conceit, but with humility, consider others as more important than yourselves. Looking not only for your own interests, but also for the interests of others, have this attitude in yourselves, which also was in Messiah Yeshua, who though existing in the form of God, did not consider being equal to God a thing to be grasped. But he emptied himself, taking on the form of a slave, becoming the likeness of men, and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself, being obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. We are not to be selfish but we are to be humble, humble. By the way, a quick thought. I really believe that this scripture that I just read also shows that Yeshua is God, that that he is divine, and that he is deity. He is part of the triune nature of God. So read Philippians 2, 3 through 8 a few times and see 
the marvelous declaration of who Yeshua was and is. Okay, so the next thing that Second Chronicles 7 says, we are to pray, and I'll talk about that last. I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. The scripture goes on to say, to seek God's face and turn from your evil ways. I believe those go together. When we care about ourselves first, we tend to wander into sinful behavior. When we are in sin, it is hard to get close to God. Isaiah 59.2 says, Rather, your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God. Your sins have hidden his face from you so that he does not hear. We don't want to be in that position, do we? With the Almighty God that we are separated from him and he doesn't hear? This is why humility is such an important characteristic in your life. Humility or putting God and man first will keep us from habitual sin. The less we sin, the closer we can get to God. This should be a key ingredient. And it's also a key ingredient to prayer. Yet God is also calling us to fight. So how do we combine humility with fighting? Second Corinthians 10.3 says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not wage war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not fleshly, but powerful through God for the tearing down of strongholds. We're tearing down false arguments in every high-minded thing that God exalts its, I'm sorry, that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. We are taking every thought captive to the obedience of Messiah. Do you see prayer as this? To tear down the false arguments? Look, can you think of any other way to tear down false arguments other than prayer? Are you ready to fight, to battle through in prayer? Are you ready to fight this battle God has called you to? To fight, not battle your, your emotions, but, but don't pray your emotions. Pray what God is telling you to do and pray as if you were fighting a battle. Does this make sense to you? We need to understand that God has called us into a war, but the only thing we have as weapons are spiritual weapons. And when we win in the spirit realm, we will see the results in the physical realm. Does this make sense to you? So I challenge you today. I challenge you today to start praying, not only alone, but praying with others in your congregation, in your family. Pray for our country. We need prayer. Look, there is biblical understanding of why to pray for our nation. We'll look at some of that in a moment. God's word has clear instructions concerning the nature of God and the practice of prayer. God is holy, just, and righteous, but also merciful. Thus, he brings justice and punishment upon those 
who refused to repent of sin, but shows grace and forgives, uh, gives forgiveness to those who repent. And so prior to our prayer, we need to repent of our sin before the Lord. It says in John 3.36, He who trusts in the Son has eternal life. He who does not obey the Son will not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. And God refuses to hear the prayers of people who are not repentant and are rebellious. It, it says in Psalm sixty six eighteen, if I had cherished iniquity in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. And we certainly know First John one nine, if we confess our sins, He's faithful and righteous to forgive our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. So before we go to prayer. Let us get rid of the sin that so easily entangles us. Amen? Confession means to humble yourself and admit your sins to God in an attitude of brokenness. The Bible even teaches us that God blesses the nation that keep his standard of justice and righteousness. It says in Proverbs 14, 34, righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a disgrace to any people. God also teaches us that he will discipline nations that defy his standards. In Isaiah 60, verse 12, it says, For the nation and the kingdom which will not serve you will perish. Those nations will be utterly ruined. Look, our nation has clearly violated many of God's moral standards. The Bible gives us example after example of people who were convicted of the sins of their nation and then confessed those sins to God. And and so we see this in Nehemiah. We'll read that uh, next week. But I want to go back to where I started, and I realize... This is going to take some time to talk about prayer for our country. But I I just want to repeat what I quoted to you from the late President Ronald Reagan. If some people got on this program late, I want you to hear this. This is a quote when he became governor. This was in his inauguration speech in 1967. Please listen to these words. I wanted to motivate you. Freedom is a fragile thing and is never more than one generation away from extinction. It is not ours by inheritance. It must be fought for and defended constantly by every generation. For it comes only once to a people. Those who have known freedom and then lost it have never known it again. Are you ready to pray? Are you ready to fight for freedom? I pray you are. Next week, I'm I'm asking you to join us again, and we're going to talk more about praying for our country. Please know that you can hear this message and other messages from the past at heartofmessiah.org. Remember to ask your pastor if 
one of our rabbis could come and share and visit your church and speak on God's appointed times in Israel and sharing with Jewish people and and many other things, email me and we'll set it up. Email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org or call Karen. If you want this quote by Ronald Reagan, I'll email it to you. Call Karen at 813-831-5673. You can check out our website at shereshdavid.org or visit us on Facebook Live Friday, 7.30, Saturday, 11. You can come to our services on Facebook. I pray that you will grow this week and every week in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's pray. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach. Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.